When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson. Boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson. Here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio This is Play Like a Jet My name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1 And it is time to preview the running back position Heading into 2022 training camp And so for that we bring in playlikeajet.com Senior writer Tommy Griffin Krantz Who's been writing all these positional previews Over at playlikeajet.com Tommy, what's up sir? Not much Scott, how you doing buddy? I'm just glad that we are closer and closer and closer to training camp. We'll have fresh information to bring you each day, training camp reports. Right now, though, we're previewing the positions as we get ready for camp. That way, you know what you're going to hear about when camp begins next week. And Tommy, let's talk about the running back position because... Boy, you want to talk about a makeover. Now, Tevin Coleman comes back, but I think he's going to get far fewer carries. Michael Carter goes into year number two, and then you've got Brees Hall. But before we get to where the Jets are now, we've got to talk about where they were last year. Michael Carter was the guy who had the most carries on the team, 147. But remember, he did miss some time due to injuries. Tevin Coleman, who's back, had the second most carries at 84. And the rest of these guys, I doubt, will be on the team. Ty Johnson had 61 carries. Austin Walter had 26 carries. He was a pleasant surprise for a little bit, but I don't expect him back. And Michael P. Ryan, who I hated as a draft pick when it happened in 2020 in the fourth round, he had only eight carries. I would be stunned if he makes the roster. All of those guys averaged 
under four yards carry. I'm talking about Johnson, Walter, and Pirine, not Coleman and Carter. So talk to me a little bit about this distribution. This, to me, suggests that you're going to see Brees Hall probably get the bulk of the carries, followed by Carter and Coleman. I doubt those other three even make the team. Maybe somebody like Bam Knight, if he makes it primarily as a specialist, gets a couple of carries, and probably some of the receivers will get some carries. But that, I think, is where most of the carries are going to go to, those three guys. Yeah, sure. I mean, Michael Carter last year, he was, I guess, sort of the Jets' bell, bell cow guy. But, you know, as we saw, he missed three games. So he, uh, no, he's not going to stand up to that sort of thing. And then uh, when Tevin Coleman played, he uh, had flashes. He looked good when he, when he played. But, you know, with bringing in uh, Hall, you're not going to see these guys like Ty Johnson getting a lot of uh, reps or P. Ryan. Like, I don't know how he's still on the roster just because they drafted him. Uh, <laughs> just because he's a Joe Douglas draft. He's the only reason that he's probably still on the roster. But you look, they just finished last year. They were 27th in the league in rushing. And uh, I think they had just 87 first downs, which was 28th in the league last year, rushing first downs. And they only had 14 rushing touchdowns, which was 20th in the league. They did finish 14th in yards per carry. Ultimately, Michael Carter was the guy who was the bright light, the shining star of that group. But you knew based on the injuries and the punishment that he takes and the fact that he won't go down easily during first contact that he needed to be peeled back a little bit. You didn't want to be making him into the workhorse at his size. They list him at 200 pounds. I doubt he's even that heavy. I would think closer to 190, 195. And then when you take a look at the fact that the Jets played from behind a lot, that accounts for a lot of why they didn't have as many attempts. If the Jets were able to run the offense that they want this year with Mike LaFleur, it should be a different story. They only ran 168 plays with a lead out of 1,036 total plays last year. The NFL average in that category was 388, so more than twice as many as the Jets. The Jets are not going to win very many games if that happens again in 2022, but I think that Brees Hall will go a long way towards changing that. Yeah, that was a crazy little stat there. I mean, you, you know the Jets were, were bad last year, but to think that they ran that few pl- amount of plays with the lead is just sort of eye-opening, mind-boggling for a team that wants to probably wants to run the ball. Uh, when you know when you don't have the lead, it's very, very tough to do that sort of thing. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. We talked about Michael Carter and how he was the top running back last year. Certainly the bright spot in the unit. You dug up some interesting stats on him. Tell me about Michael Carter's performance last year. Yeah, sure. Last year, Michael Carter, like you said, was a bright spot. I mean, when you watch the Jets games, it seemed like uh, he was getting hit all the time. And he never went down on first contact, although it seemed that way. Uh, he finished and he ended up he finished the season uh, 14th among all running backs in missed tackles fourth with 39. He was uh, 10th in yards after contact per attempt last year and 12th in yards per route run. Tommy Michael Carter did well, but as we said, doesn't necessarily have the size or durability to be that bell cow running back. The Jets decided that they wanted to get somebody who would be, and that way Michael Carter could be more of that complimentary back who makes plays out of the backfield as well, a little jack-of-all-trades situation, and that way Michael Carter stays fresh, and they can even give the bell cow running back a little bit of a break, don't necessarily have to run him into the ground either. And what's interesting here is, Tommy, you dug up this stat. The Jets probably looked at it as well. Of the 14 teams that made the playoffs last season, seven of them had a running back that finished in the top 10 in total yards last year. So there's certainly a template that they're attempting to work off of. Yeah, so on day two of the the draft, the Jets, uh, Joe Douglas got aggressive, and he jumped up there and grabbed uh, Brees Hall from Iowa State. And as you know, I mean, you did a podcast on it. The analytics world went crazy saying that, you know, they – devalue the running back position. And, uh, but I think most of the football guys that were out there sort of thought that they really liked this pick because he was the top. A lot of people had him as a top rated running back. You know, he's five foot 11, 217 pound guy who can sort of do it all. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, he had uh, 3,941 yards total rushing yards while at Iowa state. And he hit the, he reached the end zone 50 times. He uh, added 82 catches for 734 yards, and he had uh, six rushing touchdowns during his career at Iowa State. And in his three seasons at Iowa State, he accounted for 45%, 61%, and 68% of the Cyclones' rushing attempts, respectively, during his three years there. It's fair to say that Brees Hall really carried that Iowa State offense for Matt Campbell. And Kayla Pace has joked about before she went to work for the Connecticut Sun doing college football work for CBS, and whenever she would watch Iowa State, she was just amazed at how much Brees Hall did for that offense. He was ranked seventh in the country and missed tackles at 74 and runs of over 15 yards with 22, by the way, which is huge for this offense, which, as you know, loves running backs that can create missed tackles. They love receivers that do the same thing because getting out in open space is really what this offense is about and making plays after contact or after the catch if it's a wide receiver. There's a template that the Jets are attempting to follow, not just the one that we talked about that other playoff teams are doing as far as getting that bell cow running back, but also having that young quarterback who can rely on the running back to take a lot of the pressure off of him so that he doesn't have to be the guy that does everything. I've discussed this many times on the podcast, the Seattle model with Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson. Talk a little bit about that because you dug up some interesting stats on that combination and Russell Wilson's first three years in the league and how Marshawn Lynch helped him progress into the quarterback that he became. 
Yeah, sure. That's the seems like the model that the Jets are looking at. Uh, so when Russell Wilson started his career in Seattle, he he's, he went thirty six and twelve, and he made the playoffs in his first three seasons, but he never attempted more than twenty eight and twenty point three passes per game. He made the Pro Bowl in each of those seasons, and he won a Super Bowl the second year. The year he won the Super Bowl, he only attempted twenty five point four passes a game. He had. Uh, in 2013, his 407 total passing attempts were 22nd in the league, and he didn't attempt more than 30 passes per game until his fourth season in the NFL. I think this is something that the Jets can do with their running with Drafton Hall and having Carter is really just taking the pressure off of Zach Wilson, letting the running game sort of guide this offense and lead this offense. As you said, we've talked about the analytics of this, and George Terori of PFF was on, and we had a spirited discussion about whether or not the Jets made a mistake taking Brees Hall in the second round, and especially trading up with a fifth-round pick to go up and get him. I maintain that it was definitely a good move. George thinks that it was bad process. That's okay. We can differ on that. But I think the reason that it made a ton of sense is exactly what you were saying as far as the Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch dynamic. But even if Brees Hall isn't Marshawn Lynch, even if he say Javante Williams, look at what he did with Denver last year. And Williams, of course, was picked in a similar spot to Brees Hall. If Brees Hall can be Javante Williams, sign me up right now. If Brees Hall can be Jonathan Taylor, sign me up right now. And these are the guys that get picked typically at the top of the second round. Seems to be the sweet spot for a lot of these top-of-the-line running backs. And so if Brees Hall can be the guy that wears down the opposing defenses, that can make plays, move the chains, keep Michael Carter fresh, keep Wilson from having to shoulder so much of the burden of the offense, that will do a lot, not just for the offense, not just for what Michael LaFleur likes to do and what that San Francisco offense typically likes to do, which is control the clock and not have your quarterback throw 10,000 times a game, but also Zach Wilson's progression as a quarterback. He can become more confident as he slowly but surely throws more often, makes riskier throws, as opposed to last year where they took the training wheels off him pretty quickly and they threw him right in the middle of the ocean and said, swim back to safety. There were times where it looked like a shark was going to get him and he wasn't going to make it back. He certainly did better toward the end of the season. But if you go with this formula, it makes it a lot easier for the Jets to put Zach Wilson's development on the proper timetable instead of just hoping that it happens like that. Sometimes it does. We saw it with Justin Herbert. And sometimes it takes time with Zach Wilson. It very well could take time. And it's better that they give him that breathing room, which I think Brees Hall can give him. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Jets, when was the last time the Jets had like an identity on offense where you say, oh, the Jets are a passing team or they're a run team? It seems like it's been forever. And I think with the combination of the way they've vastly improved their offensive line, the way they've brought in Carter and Hall, and you still have some depth. Coleman is an excellent depth piece there. We, I mean, you hope he doesn't get a lot of playing time, but now the Jets look like they're going to be a team that is going to be able to run the football, and that's going to be their calling card. They're going to be a team that runs the football. And then down the line, as Zach Wilson continues to develop, maybe that identity sort of changes a little bit when you can rely on him a little bit more, but not having to rely on a second-year quarterback to be the central focus of your offense, having all the weight of the offense on his shoulders being able to rely on a solid running game, I think, were a major part of uh, and the key to his development. 
We've got a video up right now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet, courtesy of the thunder from down under Luke Grant, talking about how Michael Carter and Brees Hall are going to complement each other perfectly. And I told Luke when he came on the show that it's almost as if the Jets went back, watched a North Carolina tape from two years ago and said, <laughs> let's replicate that backfield with Javante Williams and Michael Carter, but we'll use Brees Hall as the Javante Williams piece. I brought up Javante Williams before saying, sign me up. But remember, Williams went in almost the exact same spot that Hall did, and they have a lot of the same qualities. So if they can replicate that North Carolina backfield, that's pretty good. I know that college isn't the pros and all that, but the Williams-Carter backfield was enormously successful for North Carolina. That dynamic in that backfield in North Carolina, the Thunder and Lightning team with Williams and Carter, perfect fit together, and I think the Jets can absolutely do something similar here with Hall and Carter, with Hall playing the role of Javante Williams. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Jets probably did go back and look at the tape of those two guys playing together and thought, hey, man, let's get this, let's get Brees Hall in here. You see what he can do. And they're going to be a dynamic, dynamic duo between Carter and Hall. The both of them can make guys miss. They both can catch the ball out of the backfield. It's going to be very, very exciting to watch these guys play together. You've got to be able to be versatile in today's NFL, and both of those guys are. Tevin Coleman is too, for that matter. People forget about that, and he's obviously a good fit in the system. He came in here from San Francisco, so he's familiar with it, and we saw what he did last year. Definitely had a spring in his step that I didn't expect, but I just feel like he's like 35 years old. <laughs> he's only 29 years old, but he seems like he's been around for a long time. Well, that's why he's not going to be the feature back, Tommy. He's going to most likely be the third back. He'll come in there for a couple of carries here and there. He'll help the younger guys learn the position in the NFL, understand the system better. He'll help bring Reese Hall along specifically. And I think that if somebody gets hurt, he'll be nice to be able to have there as depth. But he definitely played better than we expected last year. And you hope, as you said, that he doesn't have to play much this year because if he does, it means something went wrong, whether that's someone getting hurt or Carter or Hall slumping in their level of play. Either way, if Coleman is playing a lot, it's not great. But let's talk about your conclusion here, Tommy, what the Jets should expect in 2022 and what Jets fans should expect to see from this backfield in 2022. Sure. I mean, I don't think the Jets are going to be a top five rushing team. But I think they're, I don't think top 10 rushing team is out of the question. I mean, their significant improvement across the, the line is going to be better. I mean, you're going to basically get Makai Becton back as almost like a free agent coming in because he only played first quarter of uh, first game last year. And they brought in Lake and Tomlinson. So this team should be able to run the ball. And like you said, they have excellent depth. Uh, Kevin Coleman can still play. And I think having Carter and Hall and not getting the reps from Ty Johnson and watching him drop passes all over the field. It's going to be a welcome thing for Jets fans. To, so I, I definitely see this team as the using the running game as a strength, as a uh, sort of their calling card in uh, 2020, 2022. Tommy, if Michael Carter can play better than he did last year, which is not unreasonable considering that he'll be a little bit more seasoned now with some NFL experience. If Tevin Coleman, when he comes in, is at least respectable, and if Brees Hall comes in and can be the difference maker that people expect from day one, remember, running backs have a tendency to be much more likely to be impactful day number one than most other positions on offense. 
then maybe this running game won't be top 10, but perhaps it could be league average or maybe even slightly above league average. Remember, as you said, the offensive line added Lakin Tomlinson, who's a really good piece, plus Mekhi Becton basically comes in here as though he's a free agent because he didn't play last year. So you add Becton, who's a really good run blocker, and Tomlinson, who's a really good run blocker. That helps Carter from where he was last year. Certainly helps Brees Hall a lot because he's going to have holes. And then even Elijah Vera Tucker on the right-hand side. So when you take into account the improved offensive line and now this group of running backs being what it is with the upgrade in talent with Brees Hall... There's no reason to think this rushing attack can't be somewhere near middle of the pack and certainly the best overall rushing attack this team has had since at least Chris Ivory, which is going back quite a while already. It's crazy. Chris Ivory had his big year in 2015. It was seven years ago now. If they can at least get to that level, that is a major step in the right direction. You put up a tweet uh, over the weekend about the... uh what's been like 11 years since the Jets, 12 years since they made the playoffs and you wanted to come up, people to come up with an all non or an all non playoff roster during, during that span. And <laughs> when I looked at it and I, I messaged you on, on Twitter there and I said, man, it is really hard to come up with some decent players <laughs> outside of uh, Mangold and Ferguson. There was not a lot. It's not a lot of talent and it's easy to see how, uh, why the Jets have been so brutal over this period. But yeah, Chris, Harvey, that's a long time ago. Tommy Griffin Krantz, senior writer over at playlikeajet.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the running back position, heading into training camp with me. Really appreciate it. Make sure you follow Tommy on Twitter at the real T Griff. Do not follow the fake T Griff because he will try and scam you out of money. And he's a Patriots fan. So you'll lose 500 bucks. And on top of it, you'll have to read some really terrible Patriots content. Follow at the real T Griff. That's Tommy Griffin Krantz and read his work over at playlikeajet.com. Lots of great stuff over there, too. Courtesy of Nick Smith and Charmin Phillip, in addition to Tommy, plus the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some fantastic All 22 breakdowns of the two running backs we talked about, among others. He's got Michael Carter. And Brees Hall, plus he's got a video talking about how the two of them will complement each other. So watch the videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.